Groundhog Wheelbarrows proudly sponsors Sturdy Wheelbarrows. If you need to carry something that's too heavy for your arms, but not heavy enough for a forklift truck, check out the new Groundhog 28X Nut Wheelbarrow. It's ideal for transporting salted peanuts, dry roasted peanuts, and even unsalted peanuts. The Groundhog 28X Nut Wheelbarrow is not suitable for transporting cashews or pistachios. Any attempt to do so will result in the immediate voiding of your warranty. From winter through to spring On building sites and farms My wheelbarrow helps me transport things Too heavy, too heavy For my arms Too heavy For my arms Hi there wheelbarrowers, my name is Michael and you're very welcome to Sturdy Wheelbarrows, the podcast by a wheelbarrow enthusiast for wheelbarrow enthusiasts. On today's show we've got a real treat in store for all you wheelbarrow fans out there because we're going to be discussing the first ever wheelbarrow. Now, I know that's always been a major topic of discussion and debate among wheelbarrow enthusiasts, but hopefully we can resolve the issue today once and for all. Before that, though, I think it's important in today's hectic world for everyone to occasionally switch off from all the hustle and bustle. So what I want is for us all to take a moment to sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy the soothing sound of a wheelbarrow being wheeled across some tarmac. Wow, that was absolutely beautiful. I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. Absolutely lovely. Now, it's time to ask the question that we've all wondered. When was the first wheelbarrow invented? To help me answer it, I'm joined by two guests with very different backgrounds and viewpoints. First is the world's foremost expert on forklift trucks and the author of How to Drive Your Forklift Truck Safely, Arthur Stapleton. Good evening, Michael. And I'm also joined by one of the wheelbarrow community's most well-known figures, the curator of the European Wheelbarrow Museum, Tina Bobshaw. Hi, Michael. It's good to talk to you. Now, Tina, I imagine that one of the great treats of being the curator of the European Wheelbarrow Museum is that you get to see lots of wheelbarrows from different eras every day. (laughs) I certainly do, yes. And I think that makes you the ideal person to ask the question we all want the answer to. When was the first wheelbarrow invented? Can you shed some light on this long-running mystery? Uh, Yeah, well, I think I can, um, because I believe I've managed to pinpoint the first ever wheelbarrow. Um, So what it is, um, I've been looking at some stuff from the olden days, and I've come across this. It's a lovely photograph from 1967, and it's of Jackie Kennedy, and she's standing near a blurry sort of bit out of focus object Hmm. now it is very blurry but i think i've narrowed it down to two possibilities okay tell us more well i'm now a hundred percent certain that it is either a small horse or a large wheelbarrow 
Oh, okay. Wow. Now, that is an exciting discovery, isn't it?、Mm. Because if it's not a small horse, you've just located the original wheelbarrow, the first ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's pretty huge news.、Mm. And are you leaning either way, you know, just in terms of probability on whether it's a small horse or a large wheelbarrow? Honestly, Michael, it's. I'd say it's 50 50.、Mm. But I'll tell you what I'll do.、Um, I'll post a photo on my Twitter, which is at、um, Tina Bobshaw. That's my name.、Mm-hmm. Um, and people can try and decide for themselves. But、mm. I personally, I just think until Jackie Kennedy comes out and says that it was a small horse, which absolutely no disrespect to her memory is quite unlikely to happen,、mm. um, we should just all assume and probably celebrate that it, it was, in fact, the first wheelbarrow. So, Tina, now that we know wheelbarrows first appeared in 1967, tell us, what would these first generation wheelbarrows have been used for? And would they have been as sturdy as the high end wheelbarrows of today that we, that we know and love? Well, that's, that's a really difficult one because obviously back 50 odd years ago, people they didn't really write down stuff.、Mm. Um, things weren't really documented in those days because you had to be very fortunate to have a quill and ink.、Um, mm. But my best guess is that they were probably quite flimsy. Contraptions.、Um, they were probably used actually to transport what we nowadays would call barley. Ah, and what did they call barley back then? Barley.、Um, they called it barley.、Huh. Interesting barley fact for listeners there. And on that barley bombshell, we'll take a quick interlude. This week, I caught up with the much respected manager of the Walsh and Sons hardware store, James Walsh, while he was shopping in his local supermarket and asked him a question I've always wondered. Hi, hi, James, hi, James, just wondering, what is your favourite part of a wheelbarrow? I think probably the wheel. Okay, great choice. Thanks, James. You're welcome. Thanks to James there, and I think we can all agree he made a fine choice. Hmm, yeah, very good choice. I like the wheel. Now, Tina, while I've got you on, listeners would never forgive me if I didn't ask you a few questions about the European Wheelbarrow Museum, because I know many of them are regular visitors, and the European Wheelbarrow Museum is an absolutely magical place for wheelbarrow fans. Mm hmm. Now, you've recently made the decision to forbid visitors from pushing any of the wheelbarrows on display, haven't you?、Mm. Can you tell us why you felt the need to institute this policy?、Uh, yeah, I, I can.、Um, I can actually explain my decision in one word kiddies.、Mm. Um, kiddies basically ruined it for everyone.、Um, we had kiddies running all over the place, pushing wheelbarrows like they were toys or something.、Mm. Um, Now, I've got nothing against children in general,、um, Michael. They, they have their place.、Mm. But the problem is that they have no respect for wheelbarrows. I'm not absolving the parents either because they should have ingrained a love of wheelbarrows in their kiddies from an early age,、um, like my granddad did for me before he was kidnapped.、Mm. And the reaction among wheelbarrow fans to your decision to ban the pushing of wheelbarrows it was one of anger and devastation, wasn't it? Initially, yeah.、Mm, now, you actually had to go and speak to them on the steps of the European Wheelbarrow Museum, didn't you? I, I had to, 
Yeah, I did. Mm, I've actually got a clip of your now legendary speech from that day. Hello, wheelbarrows. I understand your disappointment at my decision to ban the pushing of wheelbarrows in the European Wheelbarrow Museum. I know how much you want to push those lovely wheelbarrows, because I do too. There's no better feeling than pushing a wheelbarrow with the wind in your hair and the sun on your back. But these wheelbarrows are very precious, and I have signed an oath to protect them. I cannot and will not risk these beautiful wheelbarrows being damaged by children who have not yet learned how to properly treat a wheelbarrow. If you love wheelbarrows as much as I do, I know you will agree that I'm doing the right thing. Wow. One of the all-time great wheelbarrow speeches there by Tina Bobshaw. Now, you mentioned in your speech there, Tina, that you worry about wheelbarrows being damaged. Mm. Here's a question I've always wondered. Are there ever any wheelbarrows that are too damaged and dilapidated to display in the museum? Yeah, um, actually, there there are, believe it or not. Um, sometimes people will gift us some old wheelbarrows and they come into the museum and, well, they're, they're disfigured um, mm. beyond all recognition. Uh, when you look at it in the face, you don't know what the hell it is. Mm. And yeah, that's obviously that's incredibly sad. So. Mm. And that must be difficult for you emotionally, is it? Yes, um, but we always live in hope. Um, when one comes in, I'll say to Oliver, he's our wheelbarrow restorer, he's actually the best in the beers. And, mm. and I'll say to him, you know, can this one be fixed, Ollie? You know, um, can we put this one in the museum? And, and I know damn fine that it can't, but I'll always ask the question and, um, Ollie, you know, he'll give it the once over and he'll shake his head sometimes and we'll both have that moment and shed some tears. And yeah, those days are the hardest and, uh, probably the worst days of my life, um, along with the, the day my granddad was kidnapped. Oh, would you mind if I ask you a follow-up question about that? No, no, go ahead. Well, I just wondered, what happens to those wheelbarrows? You know, the ones you said that don't make it into the museum? Well, I keep them um, in my house. Um, I just can't bear to see a wheelbarrow thrown in the skip, so I take it home and um, I've got hundreds. Hundreds? In your house? Yeah, um, I've had to get rid of all of my furniture, actually. Uh, you can't move in my house for wheelbarrows anymore. And does that ever affect your home life, uh, either positively or negatively? Well, I guess it's it's hard to remember when my house wasn't like that. Um, so for me, no, I don't think it impacts on my life negatively, not in my day-to-day life anyway. I suppose it has cost me some relationships in the past. Um, but as I always say to my romantic partners, uh, don't ask me to choose between you or the wheelbarrows because you won't win. Very refreshing to hear someone with the right sense of priorities. Wheelbarrows first, relationships second, is an ideology I think we can all get behind. Back after this. Four point seven billion years ago, the Big Bang happened. Three point seven seven billion years ago. 
the first living organisms appeared on Earth. 230 million years ago, dinosaurs came along. 130,000 years ago, Homo sapiens arrived. And today, Groundhog Wheelbarrows launched the Groundhog CT265 Wheelbarrow, featuring our most ergonomic handles yet. Just another incredible milestone in the history of our beautiful universe. Welcome back to Sturdy Wheelbarrows. Now, Tina, I wanted to talk to you about one of the wheelbarrows you've currently got on display in the European Wheelbarrow Museum. Yes, I think I know which one it is. Now, I can see that you've got some incredible wheelbarrows on show at the moment. Mm -hmm. You've got the galvanised steel wheelbarrow that appeared in the 2016 viral video, Woman Pushes Wheelbarrow Down a Steep Hill. Mm. Uh, You've got the second last wheelbarrow that Nelson Mandela ever pushed. Mm -hmm. That was a big coup for the museum. Um, I had to pull quite a few strings to get that one, but it was was so worth it because it's it's now one of our top attractions. Mm. But you've also got a wheelbarrow that's generated quite a lot of controversy, haven't you? Mm. Because you've got what's known as the wheelbarrow of death. Yeah. Now, this is the wheelbarrow that was used by convicted serial killer Connor Firestone, a.k.a. the wheelbarrow killer, to transport his victims to their watery to grave. grave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> hmm. Now, quite a few people, including many in the press have claimed that it's in bad taste to display Connor Firestone's wheelbarrow. What is your response to the criticism you've received? Well, you know, as you can see, the media coverage has... It's been extensive. Um, mm. It's been it's been difficult. Um, would you mind, actually, Michael, um, in preparation, just in case this topic came up, and I hate to kind of formalise this, but I actually have a prepared statement to read if you wouldn't mind yes okay that's fine um right this is tina bobshaw with a statement the floor is yours tina okay i'll just i'll just grab it um okay you got it sorry i'm just um i've just got the wrong pad um oh what have i done with that um oh it's on the wheelbarrow right got it yeah Okay. Introduction. Hello, my name is Tina Bobshaw. Statement. What it comes down to is that I'm the curator of the European Wheelbarrow Museum. That's my job. I'm here to find and display wheelbarrows of historical and cultural value. What I'm not, and that's in bold capitals, not here to do is to pass judgment on how those wheelbarrows were used. Would it be nice if none of the wheelbarrows here had ever been used to commit horrible crimes? Pause. Probably. Would it be ideal if none of our wheelbarrows had visible blood stains on them? Pause. Of course, but the world is complicated and so are wheelbarrows. Very powerful statement there by Tina Bobshaw of the European Wheelbarrow Museum, which I think repudiates all the criticism she's been receiving for her controversial procurement 
of Connor Firestone's infamous wheelbarrow of death. And I can assure you, Tina, that I will be airing that statement in full and unedited because I think people and the press need to hear it. Thank you, Michael. Um, but you actually, uh, you, you cut me off. Um, oh. I've still, oh, yeah, I've still got a little bit more to read if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, Tina. I thought you had finished. Um, no, um, I just have a little bit more. Hang on. Statement continued. What I would encourage people to remember is that we have a small but noticeable sign next to the wheelbarrow of death, which states that the museum does not endorse murder, never has, never will. So before people criticise, read the sign, please. Is that the end of the statement, Tina? Yours sincerely, Tina Bobshaw. Okay, so hopefully that statement clarifies the issue and we can Statement continued. Oh, sorry, Tina. Statement continued. Lastly, we have taken the unprecedented step of imposing a six-month ban from the museum, and that includes the gift shop, on anyone who commits a murder and then uses a wheelbarrow to dispose of evidence. I hope this puts the matter to rest, and I will not be commenting on it again. Statement ends. Tina Bobshaw. Thank you, Tina. I think those powerful words... So it's just, Michael, what yeah. that's... I just yeah. want to bring you in the loop. So when I say statement ends, Tina Bobshaw, that's my signal to you that I finished my statement. So then mm. you can then come in and that that's just a, that's just a system that I've developed. So Yeah, I'll remember that. Thank you. Okay, so I think those powerful, unequivocal words from Tina Bobshaw were exactly what was needed. And hopefully that's the issue now settled once and for all. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for having me on. And thank you for airing my statement in full, unedited, as you promised. Thank you, Tina. Thank you. Okay, that's almost all for today. But before I go, I just have time to reveal the result of the Guess That Wheelbarrow Sound competition that's been running on the Sturdy Wheelbarrows Facebook page. I asked if you could identify this sound. I thought it was an easy one, but unfortunately nobody got it right. The closest was Stacy, who thought it might be a 44-year-old orthodontist walking past a stationary wheelbarrow. Not quite, Stacy. The correct answer was a 26-year-old dental hygienist walking past a stationary wheelbarrow. I'll be posting a new Guess That Sound later today, so do keep an ear out for that. And that's all for this edition of Sturdy Wheelbarrows. Don't forget to subscribe because I'll be back next time for more news, reviews and interviews from the wonderful world of wheelbarrows. Until then, happy barrowing and remember, only cowards use forklift trucks, so be brave and stick to wheelbarrows. Excuse me, you didn't ask me anything. From winter through to spring, on building sites and farms, my wheelbarrow helps me transport things to heaven, to heaven, for my arms, to heaven. Oh my